certified nursing assistants were performing a job that's really, really hard. If you do a good job at being a CNA, you've got to not only have the skill set to personally care for people, but to really bring yourself, your whole self to one and want to have the interest to bring out in that person you're caring for the goodness that they have. Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I interview thoughtful, inspiring, and influential guests who are making their mark on the world and contributing to a greater good. Making your mark, big or small, is creating a legacy, and it's one of the proven ways we can age with vibrance and energy. Zestful Aging Podcast is my legacy. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist and fellow Zestful Ager. Our lovely music is courtesy of Judy Banker, who was a previous guest on Zestful Aging. Find out more about her on judybanker.com. And to find out more about this podcast, my web courses, and other offerings, it's a short hop over to zestfulaging.com. Hi there. Spring has definitely sprung, and I'm seeing little purple crocuses popping up in my neighborhood. And to celebrate the season, I'm taking $20 off of my popular Zestful Aging web course. You will learn the tried and true ways to add zest and vitality to your life, and it comes with a booklet I made just for the course. It's all based on science and my 30 years as a psychotherapist. So hop on over to ZestfulAging.com for more information and use the code SPRING2021. You will get $20 off the course and it is going to be a great way to start the season. Now back to the show. Well, as always, I've got my little loyal Jack Russell Sparky right by my side, so let's begin. I'm super excited about our conversation today. Meredith Patterson is a pioneer in the field of healthcare, aging, and ethics of elder care. She developed a unique home care model in which the client and the certified nursing assistant, CNA, would experience a greater sense of respect The client was ensured the highest caliber of care, and the aide would be compensated at a significantly higher rate of pay. However, the cost to the client would be no more than the rate. Meredith prides herself on using a holistic and client-centered approach honed from a background in clinical social work. Welcome to the show, Meredith. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. It's so good to see you again. You too. Let's start with your unique model of elder care, uh, the one which you're known for. Tell us the story of how that began. Oh, I'd love to do that. It's one of my favorite stories. Um, So I've been practicing a very long time as an elder care consultant and like you, a background in social work. Uh, Started my firm about 30 years ago consulting, but 20 years ago, realizing that I was disenchanted by a lot of the care that was being brought into clients' homes and not really being able to control that. The quality, the spirit, 
the compassion of whomever was coming in and realizing that certified nursing assistants were performing a job that's really, really hard. If you do a good job at being a CNA, you've got to not only have the skill set to personally care for people, but to really bring yourself, your whole self to one and want to have the interest to bring out in that person you're caring for the goodness that they have. And so 20 years ago, I decided that there was something I had to do. And it was never, ever something I thought of doing, which was to add on to our consulting practice, our own personalized home care. And the reason for that was I wanted to see certified nursing assistants paid a living wage, a wage that was well-deserved and was not happening in this country. And why hadn't they been paid a living wage previously? Well, that's going to bring us to a very different spot politically, because in this country, often it is people of color who are performing this job. Mm -hmm. Not all, but the vast number. And so do I need to say today, in the midst of the political climate we have been in, in such an intense way this past year, not that it hasn't been for years and years, but really it comes down to a type of work that has often been those people, and those are all of us, because at some point, someone in our family came to the United States, unless they were possibly a Native American that would have been here. And so I think that's the major reason. It's not a respected kind of work, which is horrible. It's so important. It reminds me of you know, uh, hiring someone to also care for your children, and they also get very poor wages, right? And so the, the question is, why are we not paying these people who are doing such important work? Why are they on the bottom of the pay scale? Yes. Well, I just answered a very good reason for that, which could bring me to a whole nother conversation for another day, which has to do with immigration and society and who does what jobs in this country. And when you come from another country, I only see hard, hard working people who I have such respect for, who often have come to this country, not speaking English, mm-hmm. bringing with them possibly their children, maybe having to leave them behind for a while, sending money home. Most of the women and men who work with me are still to this day sending money home, wherever home is. Wow. Pretty extraordinary. Yeah. So So back to the home care. I'm sorry. I realized I didn't answer the last part. (laughs) Um, We want our clients who are older to live life as independently as possible. And now I've been having a rethink on that to do with more interdependence. Because if we think of independence, we think of alone and doing it on your own. And really, we all need each other. So that's an important piece to kind of cut out of our minds. But I wanted my clients to have really the very, very best of care. Do you remember when you started this process? Yeah. Do you remember when when the wheel started turning and you thought to yourself, This has got to change. The experiences of going into people's homes and saying, this, we can do so much better and I'm the one to to make that happen. Do you remember those, that time? I do remember. And I can tell you, it was such a moment of joy. 
it all just came together. I had gone to a nursing care facility one day to see a client of mine. And one of the women who was working there, employed by the facility, looked at me one day and she said, excuse me. And I said, yes. And she said, you know, I watch you come in here probably every couple of weeks and you go visit this one woman and I know you're not her daughter. I know you're not the doctor. I, I, I don't know who you are. Is it all right if I ask you? So I told her who I was and that I do private consulting and care management. And I was there to see that my client was being well cared for. And she looked at me and she said, do you ever do private work? Do you ever have clients who are looking for a private caregiver? And I said, oh, no, no, no. We, we always go through agencies. And about two weeks later, I saw her again. And she smiled and I smiled. And something got going and I realized there was something I needed to do. And I did it. And here we are 20 years later. And that did it was that two things happened. One, if we were to pay people who are certified nursing assistants a living wage, which is so deserved again, I say it again, and showed tremendous genuine respect for the work, then we're talking about human beings who want to be where they're going to be. They want to go to work and they want to be with the older client and they want to bring all that they can to that person, right? So the other part was I wanted my clients to have cream of the crop care. And we do our own trainings and all. So voila, you know, I hired experts, you know, labor law attorneys and all these people I needed to sit with at a conference table. And I said, this is what I want to do. Help me figure out how to do it. Did it feel like a culmination uh, of your work in, in clinical social work and consulting? Did it all kind of come together for you? Well, it did. It all came together in that way of doing something on the more micro scale, which is doing my work day in and day out with my clients, doing that piece of work, whether it be in their home, in a hospital, uh, wherever in my office that we might see someone but it was something larger. It was to do with organization. It was to do with community. And I was brought up by two really amazing souls. And both of my parents were always, always aware. My mother was a powerful and still is an activist to this day, mm -hmm. just in the air. And so I knew from a very young age, whether it be during a school vacation, that I would be marching on Washington, whether I was protesting nuclear power next to my mother who was doing so, mm. anti-racism, anti-nuclear power, anti-whatever. So I was brought up in that. So I think there was maybe a bit of a calling there. My parents always suggested to us and to now the grandchildren, uh, thou, shalt, thou shalt not stand idly by. So we don't. When we see an injustice, you need to do something. Mm -hmm. So this was going to be, I didn't realize right away, but then it was obvious that it was going to be my give back to the community in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. So the difference is that we don't charge anymore to the client, but the profit after we cover expenses 
goes to the women and the men doing the work. And that's, it's just been phenomenal for all of us. And how unusual is this model, Meredith? Do you know of other programs who do this? Or are... Uh, there might be, there could be one or two. There was someone who did come to me and wanted to kind of model after what I was doing. Yes. But let's be real. Most people who are going into the business of home care, it is a business. Okay. And I don't mean that unkindly, but it is. And it's profit driven. Yes, it's profit driven. And let's be real that what I've done here is we pay our bills in our lives by our consulting work, our planning ahead with people while they're still well. How am I going to live out my life? Um, that's how we make our living. I don't make it off the backs of certified nursing assistants. Oh, wow. They put it in their pockets and they also take it home. So recently, one of our CNAs, well, not too recently, because she gave me a hug. So I guess it was actually oh, almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. She gave me a big hug. And I'm not saying this because it's a thing about me. It's an example of just what I wish we could have more people doing. She gave me a hug and she said, I want you to know what that hug is for. You don't realize it, but you just sent me to nursing school and here is a photograph of me in my uniform. Here is a church or a school being built in my country. My daughter is going to the university. My son is taking piano and dance. Everyone should have that. Mm. It's pretty, uh, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. How is it for yeah. people who are in your company when they, do they work side by side by other people who are employed in the more conventional model, as you say, you know, some of the, the companies, right. you know, what's that dynamic like? Yeah, good employees are making a living wage going perhaps to nursing school side by side with folks who are being let's just as you say be real exploited well yeah the difference between possibly the difference of $25 $27 to 13 14 maybe 15 that's an enormous difference that changes your life it changes your life it's yeah. life altering you get to have a home which we should all have. You get to have food on the table. You get to send money home. Yeah, basic, right? And so for the experience of the CNAs, it can be a bit awkward, shall we say, mm -hmm. if we begin our care in a home or a facility where there are already people working, employed by that facility or home that may be actually putting in their pocket somewhere in the teen, lower teens. Um, like they would make at McDonald's. Yes, precisely. And they are every day putting their hands on possibly your body, providing the warmest, beautiful, personal care, whether it be bathing, dressing, and taking time. That's a big one. Taking the time that's necessary to be gentle, to be kind, 
Not everyone has that opportunity. When one is in a nursing care facility, often those CNAs are working with possibly 10 or 12 patients. We're talking about one-on-one, right? I feel so much for the CNA that is caring for 10 or 12. No human being can begin to leave at the end of the day and feel what we all want to feel, which is, I made a contribution today. I took such good care of all those people. And I'm valued. Yes. Yes. Running around all day, like your head's cut off. Often people feel that, even the very best of facilities. You know, this budgets. And so when you talk about this business and others doing this business, it's a rare person or organization that's going to do this where the vast majority of the, of the revenue, the profit is going to the person doing the work. It's got to be that there's philanthropy, there's money from somewhere. I mean, I can imagine that this could be done all over this country with monies from foundations, from people who want to give, but just have never thought of this possibility that this could happen. It could be a choice, right? I'm all about choice. Mm-hmm. All about choice. Hey, everyone. I wanted to tell you about a powerful new tool that supports your mental and emotional health in what are extremely trying times. And you may remember that I've been a psychotherapist for 30 years, and I'm always a little suspicious of products that claim to help us feel less anxious, depressed, or worried. But then I was introduced to a new kind of app called Cope Notes, and I have become a big fan. Cope Notes was developed by a guy who spent a lot of his life trying to figure out what might help support him through his own weekly psychotherapy sessions. Cope Notes is an app that gives you random texts through the day to break through some of the negative messages that might be repeating in your head. It's well-researched and has been adopted by many mental health facilities. I highly recommend it. I think we can all use a little support right now. So check out Cope Notes dot com forward slash zestful. I will receive a small portion of those proceeds. Um, and I'd love to hear your feedback about how it works for you. Now back to the show. What's it like for you when you go into facilities and um, or you go to conferences or meetings with other CEOs of, we'll call it the, uh, conventional uh, way this runs. How is it for you to be aware of such a difference in perspective and and values, perhaps? What's that like for you? I'm thinking. Because it is... It's obviously something you care so much about. I do. You can see the passion to this Mm -hmm. day. I am considerate. I am cordial. 
I am professional, and I do recognize that there is a place for all of us. There are countless older people, and there will be more and more of us, more and more. And we're going to have to have options to care for people. And so whether it be the conventional, traditional, whatever we might call it, Mm -hmm. home care provider, or whether we could see a model of this happening as another choice point. So that I don't know that I could imagine a day when all home care would be supported by philanthropists and such, but who knows? The sky is the limit. Our motto really within our own office is no stone unturned. Who knows? Dream, think, big, people, right? We could do. Just has to be thought about and we've got to pull the right people together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now, you know, of course, more and more boomers are realizing that there is an end to this party, you know, it might bring it more to the fore, like, well, how do we want to die? What kind of CNA do we want to have caring for us or our loved ones, one that is getting paid uh, as he or she might in McDonald's or someone who, that this is a profession? Yes, it is a profession. And I have to tell you, almost every day, I am saying or writing to every one of our certified nursing assistants how professional that was what you just did. Thank you so much for calling me, letting me know that someone is just a little off today. You can't quite tell why, but you're wondering if maybe my partner or I should come by and see for ourselves and see if there's something that we should be doing, whether it's calling their doctor, one of their adult children and informing them of this because we work, of course, so closely with our older client, but also with adult children or family of, uh, of choice, whomever is in their lives, whether they have partners, spouses, um, stepchildren, great what other, you this, that's mm-hmm. inclusivity, mm-hmm. diversity in our families now. Um, I definitely have changed up the way I interview and ask questions of my clients, which I think is important for all of us to do. Um, so I guess that, yeah, I'm kind of a, um, I guess in, 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 I haven't thought about it, but I think of now, you know, all these people across the country that are being called influencers and thought leaders and, well, I kind of like to be one of those. <laughs> you know, it's time. It's well, time you, are, you know you're referred to as a pioneer in the field. And the thing that's so lovely about it is when you talk about it, you're just exuding this <laughs> joy and like you found, you found your niche. Yeah, it's been, it's been an incredible journey. And um, yeah, it's just, it, it's remarkable. And uh, a few years ago, I had the most heartfelt experience um, where my graduate school of social work uh, selected me for a lifetime achievement award. And they didn't wait until retirement or what I call reorg, recentering. <laughs> they decided to do it a few years ago. And what was really fun about it 
was that they had my own daughter, my oldest, who also went to the same graduate school of social work, and they asked her to please give, present the award. I can't even begin. It was just, there wasn't a dry eye in the place. And I guess what's so wonderful is it's so real. It's so authentic. And that's, it's these are words. Are. It's like, so it's your training, it's your experience, it's everything you've learned, but it's, it taps into you as, you know, your essence is there. Thank you. It, and I do, I, I, again, as I did that day with my award, it's so true. I, I just have to do a, a shout out to my own parents, my dad, who unfortunately died a, a, over a year ago, just before COVID and all. My mom is still the most incredibly powerful, robust woman turning 90 this year. Feisty. So trust me, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I can see that. <laughs> What's next, Meredith? What's, oh. What adventure awaits you? Well, I'm definitely getting myself on the map, wanting to be out there more, um, taking this bigger. So I... I have uh, a mentor, um, a name that I'd love to put out there, because um, she's just, we all know her, Ashton Applewhite. Oh, my God. And, right? And I read Ashton's book, This Chair Rocks, and I thought, who comes up with a title, This Chair Rocks? I want to know her, yeah. right? So through this channel and that, you know, I've gotten to say my hellos with her, and, and now with you and others um, who are all so focused on ageism and that it's just not okay. And all of the isms are not okay. This is now one of the added isms that- Discrimination against yourself. Isn't that what- every day. Your future self. Isn't that what Ashton's quote is? Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And so all of the younger people that are living today are in a boat that I remember being in where I'd start most of my talks when I was 20, 30, 40, saying, we are them. Mm. We are them. Mm. And we're on this path, this journey in life. It's one that we are all going to become. So now, as I have been growing this this work, this, this career, this connection of mine all these years, I gave birth to this firm and my first child the same year. And so as I watch them both grow, I look in the mirror and what do I see? I see this. And as Ashton is working with all of us so much, which I love, is to see these changes, to not want to go like this every day, but to recognize the wholeness in us and the life we have lived thus far. Yeah. And the value in that. I just feel like I've had an opportunity that it's, uh, it's so heartfelt. Um, Friends of mine who have worked in high tech in corporations, they will never know. They will never be able to feel what I have had the gift of. And it has been a real gift and it's not over. 
I am going to kill it now. I am ready to have that fist in the air and be with all ages and be with younger people and be together as community. Don't segregate us. Don't separate us. Let us live life and laugh together. And let us learn from one another. There is so much, as you and I both know, that we've talked about this, Nicole. We can learn so much for younger people and they can learn from us. And that energy is the best. It's so great. Indeed. Indeed it is. And I'm so happy you and Ashton Applewhite are, are pairing up because boy, that's, that, that's a force to be reckoned with. The two She's extraordinary. And there are so many other people doing this work now too, that I feel I'm following, joining, and then hopefully leading women's consciousness, raising groups, just all kinds of things that aren't necessarily original. I can say my very own mother was in a women's consciousness raising group when I was a kid. Um, but here we are. We're still- timing, And you hit it right at the perfect timing. Love it. Love hitting this age. Mm -hmm. I'm owning it. I, I really am. It's like, okay, I got it. Gravity's doing its thing. But there's no reason why my mind is good. My body's happening. Let's go. Talk Let's about go. talk about the uh, uh oh <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetics. And we just talked about such a profound sense of meaning and purpose and love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's shift a little bit and talk about what else is coming up for you. <laughs> I didn't think I'd get away with this. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Do you want to ask or do I tell? <laughs> you, I think I did ask. <laughs> tell us your secret. Okay, so I think you're asking me about what else I'm doing as kind of a side gig. A side gig, yeah. Tell us about your side gig, Meredith. So my side gig is that it's high time that our media, our magazines, our everything have faces that look like yours and mine. And we know that now in some of the uh, films, we're seeing some older faces. Like 40. Thank you. Thank you. But at the same time, when I turn on the weather report in the morning, I'm seeing older men and young women with their form-fitting dresses and their high heels. Now, I have to believe there's meteorologists that do not look like that. Oh, my goodness. So it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Anti-aging creams, anti-aging whatever. And I catch myself. Let me tell you, almost every day I catch myself starting to say something that I realize it's really ageist. We're picking out a funny card. Now we've got to still have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There are greeting cards that go a little far and maybe with your own special little best friend, you can send something, but you better be real careful about that, you know? Yes. Okay, so here we go. Here's the drum roll. Okay. So I have signed on with the largest modeling agency in Boston. And I am kicking, <laughs> I'm kicking it up and had a, my first photo shoot. And I'm telling you, it is so much fun, fun. And I need fun. 
Last night I'm with someone, you know, who's literally dying. Yes, yes. Today yes. I'm kicking it up. Now, I'm not runway. Come on. I'm past 20. I'm not runway. I'm not six, you know, two and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But don't you worry. When you see me, you're going to be proud. I make it all my women proud. Oh my gosh. There's again, you're bringing this joy and also, you know, the term repping, you're like representing older women and saying, look at us go. We can look go. At this. Yeah, look at this. Look at all of it. <laughs> right. And you want to see me dance? I can get down there and back up again. Yes, I can. And if I'm in a wheelchair, I can still dance. I can mm -hmm. dance in a chair. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if we think about the intersectionality of age with race, sex, ability, right? So we've got racism, sexism, ableism, ageism. You can't. They're all one. They're all one. So when I say women this, men that, gender non-conforming, LGBT. I mean, we are mixing it up. And I hope that some of us in this age group are able to get it going so that by the time it gets to our children and other people's children, whether they're in their teens, 20s, whatever, they are killing it right now too. So the they's and the us's and the we's, I really do want to believe, and I guess I need to believe, that there's going to be more change. Mm -hmm. yeah. Meredith, you are a firecracker <laughs> and a delight and such an inspiration to all of us. I, I had that experience when I went to the senior games in Albuquerque oh. and there were so many centenarians there um, playing tennis, playing, I mean, sports. I'm not talking about like cards. I'm talking about volleyball. They're running they're, And just to see their joy and their appreciation for their fellow athletes. And like, here we are, you have to be 50 and over, but these folks were, you know, they were older people oh, yeah. they were doing what they loved. And mm -hmm. there was such a sense of what you described, like here we are and we're, we're, we have lots of life. Um, yes. We're not going to waste it. No, yeah, no. Yesterday, I, um, in fact, masked as could be and all, I danced with a 93 year old who, by the way, has survived COVID at 93 years old, wow. he was hospitalized, rehab, back in the care of our CNAs to this day. And she yesterday had the music going oh, and God. it was so much fun. Sounds like you need to make some YouTubes <laughs> of your dancing parties. We gotta do something. Oh, I am so waiting for a party because we've had to pass our 30th anniversary here, you know, at our firm because of everything happening, the 30th went by, and I'm not counting at this point because we're just, we're in it, whatever that goodness is. Mm -hmm. But I can't wait, because when COVID is over, not just to do with COVID, but we're gonna add that to the mix, we are definitely gonna have a party at Elder Care Consultants of Choice. There is it, no It sounds question. like it's gonna be a great party. We'll send you an invite. <laughs> I would love to. I will dance with you any day of the week. All right. <laughs> Meredith, thank you so much for thank sharing you. time with me today and talking about the importance of treating everybody uh, with uh, respect 
and honoring their value and uh, thinking about economic justice. It's such a delight to speak with you. You know, we have a lot of uh, similar values yes, and convictions. Do. So I so appreciate your work. And I so appreciate you and all that you're doing. I mean, all of us together. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. I love to hear from my listeners. Send me an email at NicoleChristina.com. It's no secret that everyone's feeling pretty restless and unsettled right now. Our lives are upside down and the future is feeling pretty uncertain. But if you're anything like me, organizing my stuff can help me feel a little calmer. It's something I can do to help me feel a little more in control and in charge of my own life. If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff. And too much stuff is different from other courses or articles or guidance you may have used. Up. We give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and the tools to help you face the overwhelming feelings and the emotions that come up when we're going through our clutter. And a lot of those emotions are just feeling anxious or guilty or just basically flooded with a lot of different confusing feelings. The course is really practical. It's realistic. The lessons are short and punchy, and they're really manageable. We're not trying to set you up for some long, exploratory, you know, super in-depth, uh, burdensome experience. We want something really helpful for you right now. We all need help with our anxiety. So, being surrounded by more calm and less chaos can really help. So now's a good time to clear out the clutter so we can focus on what's really important in our lives. So find out more at zestfulaging.com. You'll see more about this under the web courses tab. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email at zestfulaging at gmail.com. Thanks so much. And stay tuned next week for another interview with a fascinating and inspiring guest.